0: Hello brothers and sisters, I'm glad to be with you one more time. This week we're going to talk about possessing the land. Now brothers and sisters, I'm just going to just say I believe all of you are hearing me. Most of you are already born again. And if you're not, you get born again by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, by making him your Lord and your Savior, not just confessing him with your mouth, But making him your Lord, which is what believing in your heart means. It means that you make him the Lord of your life. When someone is the Lord of your life, you're going to adhere to their teachings. That means you're going to read the New Testament. And you're going to read the writings of Paul and the writings of Jesus. And when there's something in there that don't agree with what you're doing, you're simply going to correct that. You're going to stop doing that and uh, practice your life the way that the Lord wants you to practice. And while you're in the process of adjusting your life, the blood of Jesus is upon you, and the grace of God is upon you, and you really are born again. You really are saved. You really are heaven bound. But God uh, requires a response to what He has done for you. So, and and I could subtitle this responding to responding to God. God requires a response. So because you're born again, you you have been drafted. And voluntarily enter into the army of the Lord. The Lord expect you to do warfare. He don't expect you to be a Christian that just watch TV and play video games and, and um, you know, be lazy. Don't pray. You know, don't fast. Don't do anything. But the Lord expect you to, to get in the war. To possess the land. Talking about possessing the land. Let's go to the book of Jonah, the first chapter. Let's start at the first verse. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Now the Spirit of God moved upon the prophet Jonah, and he told him to go to this city of 120,000 people. I would say maybe Mobile, just a, uh, Mobile, Alabama, is just a little larger than that. But go to this city because they are paint cannons, or uh, the color of all uh, the people in the city of Gomorrah and Sodom. They're they're, they're practicing evil. The the teenagers are, are are killing each other because the parents are not born again. The parents hadn't raised them right. See when you when you see the young people. Doing wickedness is an indictment against the parents. An indictment against the grandparents. See, because everybody's children are not practicing evil. See what I'm saying? So, it's the ones that the dad is on in their life. The grandparents aren't in their life. They don't go to church. Yeah. Some of you listening to me now, stop going to church. Yeah. So, you're supposed to... um. Assemble yourselves together with the believers. And one of the main reasons for that, which is good at my church, they have uh, meetings at Sunday nights now, every other Sunday. But see, and on Wednesday night, those are the times when you really engage in warfare. You know, regular Sunday service is the time you come in as a group. We're trying to get somebody born again, stuff like that. But in the evening times, when we get into the deep things of God, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't see too many people, Going to church, getting born again right now. So that means the same children that are killing each other, their parents, is not having a response to that. You see what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to blame us, myself, and some of you all, because I don't think we're doing the proper amount of intercession. Now, I wanna, I'm going to uh, read uh, some more of the book of Jonah. I'm going to show you what I mean about that. So we just read Jonah, the first chapter, verses 1 and 2 god is moving upon jonah to go to nineveh and cry against this city and and you can read the rest of it i don't have time to read the whole book but jonah did not straightway do what the lord wanted him to do and because he didn't he caused the sea to get tumultuous and um you know, see, when, when you don't obey God, when people don't obey God, when the citizens of a city don't obey God, when the citizens of a state don't obey God, when the citizens of the nation don't obey God, it causes a response from the land. It's not that God is, is doing it. It's just that God is allowing it. See, it's the spirit of God that stops Satan from killing you right now. It's the spirit of God that stops evil from happening to you and your loved ones and what happens when it's the proper response to god is not recognized the hand of god is removed see the devil always want to kill you the thief coming to kill steal and destroy god coming that we might have life and have it more abundantly so when the hand of the lord is removed the devil can run rampant and the hand of the lord can be removed if we're not occupying the land wherever there is a vacuum Satan is going to come and take up that space. So that's why do, in the past I've taught on praying over regions and this and that, but we got to keep teaching because we got people, new people, and you don't get a teaching the first time you hear it. I learned that sometimes you have to hear things seven times before it registers on your spirit. We're in the third chapter of Jonah now. Jonah 3 and at verse 1, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, This is when he got back in order. Arise, go into Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. Not what you want want them, not what they want to hear. See, Jonah didn't want to go because they didn't want to hear him tell them they had to stop fornicating. They didn't want him to tell them they they had to stop or uh, practicing perversion. They didn't want to hear him tell them they need to fast and pray and they need to go to church. That wasn't the type of preaching they wanted to hear. They wanted him to say. You're blessed and highly favored all the time. You are when you're doing right. You know, uh, God favors Israel, right? But you know, (laughs) not when they're doing wrong. I I think people don't understand that. Do you know God let his own people go into slavery? Do you know that God let a bunch of his own people get killed during World War II? See, I talked to a guy recently. You know, he said he loved Israel, and I do too. But what you have to understand is, God loves everybody when when, when they're subject to his word. See, it prompted Paul to say in the third chapter of of Romans, what advantage have the Jew? The Jew has an advantage when he obeying God. And we are a Jew uh, spiritually speaking. That's what the Bible teaches. So we too have an advantage when we're obeying God. See, this thing is not just based off a whole nation any longer. But if you read your scripture, it wasn't in When they disobeyed God, they went into slavery. When you disobey God, you're going to go into captivity. You might think we have nuclear bombs and all this and that, but don't you think you could practice iniquity and keep practicing it and the hand of the Lord won't be on the United States? See, it's not only Israel favored, the United States is favored also with sisters. Israel, old covenant, the United States, new covenant. Now let's keep going. Arise, go into Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. Verse 3, And Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast. See, it was a response to the warning of God. They believed him and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth. From the greatest of them, even to the least of them, everybody. For the word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes and called and he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles saying, let neither man nor beast, Heard nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto the Lord. You got to cry to God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Don't that sound familiar? Who can tell if God would turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works. Listen, that they turn from their evil way and God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them and he did it not. I remember one time God sent a donkey to speak unto Balaam, a an ass, and he did the same thing to go downtown to paint the cannon black. A lot of you mock and laugh, but sometimes God will speak to a donkey. Be blessed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.